Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey, I just got one question. Are you actually using your degree right now? <laughs> uh, the infamous college degree. Uh, yes and no. And mm. I think about this all the time because I, you know, I went to, I, you know, I started out as a business major, kind of went through a, a find me. Let's just call it a find me moment. <laughs> a find <laughs> me moment. Uh, find, we all find, have one. Find, Right, a find myself moment. Um, you know, switched <laughs> over to biology, uh, pre med, weirdly, um, and then got. Oh, you was pre med. Hold on, hold on. But whoa, don't whoa. don't even go there. Pre med. That's a whole other episode, <laughs> yeah. man. A whole other, I mean, yo, what? Right, I'll I don't tell even you think really I quickly. That. When I was in undergrad, I was convinced because of sports. I was really, really. I was actually pretty, pretty decent, and I was in honors and AP courses in the sciences as well. And I took some anatomy classes. I played sports, you know, as you know, full-time basketball, ran track. So I was convinced I was going to become an orthopedic surgeon. And and like that, and I don't even know why. I just remember that I had some challenges at one point in time. And I was just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be like an orthopedic surgeon. I just told myself that with like no real thought. <laughs> and then I went through this other period of like, I'm going to become a lawyer. Right? I'm just going to become a lawyer. And then that kind of stuck a little more. So I don't know. I just had a lot of those moments. So that's why I said I find myself moment. Right. Um, but no, I ultimately settled on a sociology degree, which fits, as you all know, my personality. And I excelled there because just the idea of social sciences, thinking about society as a whole, thinking about people. So I would say ultimately, I mean, as you guys know, I've had a career in politics to a degree, you know, work on Capitol Hill, work at the White House, president. You know, government, CEO, all these different types of things. And now at a tech company. And at the end of the day, a part of it is just that because I understand from a macro level societal structures and how to interact and like how all that plugs in and plays. I feel like it's actually been helpful. Mm. But uh-huh. I don't know, though. That's I mean, that's just such a good question because I don't know. We, I don't. Is, I can't is, say. I you know, like a, I'm not a sociologist. I've had some of my mentors of of, of uh, who have said, "Hey, why don't you become a professor? Why don't you become, a, you know, a teacher?" And so, a lot of sociologists. That's what they go, they go into research. They become professors. Mm-hmm. They do, you know, you know, they establish methodology. They're doing surveys. They're doing uh, polling. They're doing research. They're writing papers. They're writing books, and they're talking about macro level indicators around society so like why does that happen or why are they doing that or why are they moving there or why do they say that or why is this you know political moment the way that it is so i don't know that's it's so interesting because like so i i mean i got a a, a, my bachelor's is in music business basically i mean it was called um and it's, it's so ironic bro like i i have a bachelor's that literally says a bachelor's of science but it's in music management. <laughs> what? Hold, unquote, on, hold, really on, hold what up. Hold up. Mo, so you're saying your degree, you have a BS degree? Bachelor? I have a B. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah, this bro, this bro is a whole sciences over here. We ain't even know. It's a, B, a BS degree, yet 
Wow. The actual program was really, it was music. Biz- exactly. And, and, you know, it's so funny, man. I was having this conversation with my wife the other day. And we were just kind of like, we were just honestly, we had some random conversation about like, are we, you know, our degrees or like, are people really, you know, using their degrees in, in, in their fields? And I was just telling her like, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a hiring manager um, at my organization. And, you know, I, I it's, listen, there are countless times where I sit down with people who are in transition and who are so far away from the degree they either have just got done completing or they're working towards a degree, a degree and yet they're hiring for a position that has nothing to do with it. And it's kind of baffling at times. And I, and I started thinking about myself. I was like, well, dang, you know, um, I mean, you know, at the core of it, first and foremost, my degree was not connected to the, to the, to the you know, school of business, that's, which was the weirdest thing. That's wild. Looking bro. back. It's crazy, right? Like, like I went to get a music business degree, but it was totally not connected to the to the uh, to the school of business at Georgia State. Um, it was connected to the school of music, you know. And honestly, that school of music at the time, um, and they've progressed, you know, a long way since then. But they, at the time, were mainly focused on really one of two programs: performance or um, you know, being a studio engineer. Mm. And I feel like both of those sides limited what I actually wanted to do which was, you know, be a producer, songwriter, artist. Um, now, I'd, coming out of college, if you had asked me that question, absolutely. You know, I, I definitely was in the heart of my degree. As a matter of fact, in college, you know, historically, uh, me and Ace, you know, obviously started a production company. Um, you know, we make beats, hypnotics, you know, yada, yada, story is, <laughs> you know, and we had some, some decent success, you know, in the industry. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you know, won some Dove Awards, you know, Grammy nominated producers, that type of thing. You know, you got a chance to to definitely, you know, be producers and songwriters and artists um, for some names that are still relevant in our music industry. So I have, you know, used my business degree, uh, my music business degree. But currently right now, I'm not using it as much as I was. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting that as I think back about it, I would have greatly appreciated maybe some of the things that some of you guys got with a business degree, you know, whereas my music program was, it wasn't, it, it just wasn't that deep, bro. Like, like at the end of the day, like I was sitting in a room, you know, at one point with a professor who honestly, he was just very excited about having Ludacris at the college at one point. And he used to always <laughs> tell us that story. Yeah. Ludacris was in my class and I was in the class. Like, all right, either you gonna introduce me to Ludacris so I can get this internship or something, or right, right, right. you know, like, why not, why I'm are we to work? <laughs> exactly, you know. But at the end of the day, like leaving the campus, I wonder I honestly question now, like, was my school of music actually ready to give me the information that I needed to mm. be extremely successful in the music business, or did I have to go figure that out on my own? And honestly, the answer is I had to go figure that out on my own. Yeah. So that's mm. weird. That's... Know, what about you, JD? Well, I mean, I'm hearing you, bro, and and I just, before I really talk about myself, I was going to say, man, it's really been a blessing in disguise for you that you actually have a bachelor's of science degree because that that covers so much. You can kind of finesse that how you want to finesse it. Like, oh, yeah, I got a, I got a bachelor's of science degree. You're looking like, oh, wow. Like, so hilarious. You know what I'm saying? You can really, you can finesse that in your interviews and in your, you know, future endeavors if you do plan to have those any kind of way you want to. Uh, compared to just saying like, oh, I have a degree in, in music business. But for me, man, I, I major, I have a, I have a bachelor of business administration with a concentration in marketing. So I went to school, um, 
And and I actually went to college for what I wanted to do. Like I, I had a uh, my high school, one of my high school mentors, uh, Coach White. He was the marketing teacher. I got in his class, man. I just really loved the whole idea of marketing and everything. And so I decided to take that to Georgia State and, and become, you know, um, what what I thought was going to be advertising. And what you quickly find out is to to get in the field of advertising, which most people that get in marketing, I'm just going to be honest with you. There's only three things when it comes to marketing. You're either going to be in advertising, research, or sales. That's it. Mm-hmm. The majority of people want to do advertising because that's the sexier, you know, position. Yeah, Re- that Marcus, that Marcus Graham, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That, yeah, yeah. Boomerang, that <laughs> all of that. Yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. Research is boring, but research is really what pays the bread. And sales is just like, you know, sales. You can make a lot of money or you cannot make a lot of money. It's all up to you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what you find out quickly is that you most people graduated and realize like, oh, dad, I got to go and get a, jo- a job in sales with this marketing degree or whatever. So. Um, I my my first job out of college, I was um, a 100% commission salesman for a company that was selling. Uh, we basically outsourced uh, AT and T products, B B two B B two B with AT and T or whatever. And so you know that was Where'd a go. Oh uh, man, I wore a suit every day. I hate I hated the job. I wore a suit every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> JD in a suit, man. Look, like, yeah, I ain't... think we need to let our listeners know, right? Like, <laughs> right, that, bro. That, that's like seeing a. That's like seeing a unicorn. That's a unicorn, <laughs> bro. Like, I don't, I don't like suits. I mean, I put no. Let me, let me correct that. I like suits for the occasion, but just on the everyday. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, like if, like if it calls for, like if we going to a wedding, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm for that then. But you talking about everyday, just wearing a suit? Like, I'm not for it, bro. And I had to wear a suit. I mean, you the hoodie guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I am the hoodie guy. You know what I'm saying? But I had to wear, literally wear a suit every day, a suit coat and a tie every day. And it was a 100% sales <laughs> sales um, job, bro. It's and like, thinking about it. it is, bro. And I used to have to go like business to business <laughs> trying to get people to sign up for AT&T, internet, long distance, what all, all any product that AT&T had, I was trying to sell it to them. Horrible job. And I made decent money. And then, but it was, it was commission. So like one week I might make two grand, but the next week I might make 200. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Zero. I ain't, I ain't never been about that life, bro. I, and nah. bro, when oh I tell God. you, that, yo, I never wanted to be look, a hey, hey, bro. I don't want to cut that. Oh man. But y'all just took me to a real dark place, man. Mm. <laughs> y'all don't remember. All right. This is, this is totally off subject, but we just got to go there. Cause I think this is hilarious. And I feel like a lot of our listeners relate. Y'all don't remember the era of the multi-level, uh, the multi-level marketing, where it was like you sell oh, yeah. knives, oh yeah, or like, <laughs> or like any and all of that, like you know the Mary Kay. I mean, oh, I think man. for our parents, our, for yeah. our parents' A- generation, Avon. The, the, the Avon. Avon and the Tupperware, yep. like uh, the Tupperware, yep. you yeah. know. <laughs> See, for us, remember Tahitian Noni. Y'all, y'all remember oh, Tahitian Noni? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. And what's oh, crazy? You mentioned oh, that. My goodness. You mentioned that, Chris. The crazy thing is, I was in what was called a management training program, aka <laughs> multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing. <laughs> and for those that don't know what multi-level Ponzi, marketing is, Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Ponzi scheme. 
for y'all that don't know what multi-level marketing is, I'm gonna break it down very simple for you. You sell a product and you try to get a team up under you that sells the same product that you can manage. Once your team, you get a, a significant team up under you and they're selling product, you move up in the ranks and they get teams team members up under them and so on and so forth. You get it? You see how you start to level different levels that you go as you get people up under you, more people up under them. That's called multi-level marketing. That's what that is. It's basically a glorified hood, sales hood translation. Job. Hood translation. <laughs> We're not any of those guys, but hood translation. Drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah. What? That's like literally what a drug dealer is. Multi-level marketing, bro. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Oh man, sorry, police officer. I'm just a multi-level marketer. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, bro. Like, I mean, but I mean, even up to today, right? Um, I am using my degree, right? So, like, I, I own a couple of businesses. I um. I use that. I'm learning to market and still day to day it shifted because when we were in college, digital marketing didn't exist. Now, digital marketing is everything. And so you have to kind of learn to it's adjust. Yes, yeah, a whole new world. You have to learn to adjust with the times. And so that's what I'm doing now. But one funny story that I want to tell before we move on is that, you know, uh, it was around 2007, 2009. That was like the first recession hit. And so I was, you know, working, working for myself for those two years. And, you know, uh, it was a struggle, definitely was a struggle. But I decided to take a job and um, I, I took a job working part time and doing some um, data entry. And, you know, old data entry. Don't yeah. I know about it. Yeah. 100 percent. 100 percent. Right. Man, look. But boring. <laughs> I take this job and mind I'm just you laughing at all this, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I take this job that I'm I'm overqualified for, number one. But you know, it's all about like humbling yourself because it is what it is. But I'm super overqualified for this data entry job. And I never forget this happened about maybe about three or four years ago. Mind you, I'm still at the same job that I took this time ago. But it was like three or four years ago. And um, it just happened to come up like, yeah, I I, I came, I, I was like, yeah, I really don't want to do that. Um, it was like, you know, this stuff feels like busy work. I'm not, I'm not in, in the business, busy work. And I started naming things that I wanted to do. And then I just happened to mention that, yeah, I have a, um, you know, I have a degree in marketing. And everybody in the room looked at me like, hold up, you have a degree, like you have a business, a, a Bachelor of Business Administration in marketing, and we got you here doing like customer service. And they looked at me like, oh, so this is why you're always like talking about things. And, you know, it's, it's that it's that quintessential being in a room where people don't think you're qualified to be in that room. But you start talking and they're looking at you like, well, how in the hell you know about all this stuff? Because they, they their perception yeah. was that. You don't know, you, you shouldn't know about these things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that, that. It's, it's, it's funny, like, no, go ahead. No, 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 you go, go, go. Yeah, no, I was just thinking, like, it's, it's funny, like, how, um, you know, like, those innate things come out of you in those moments, too. And it's crazy, like, even while you're talking, I'm thinking about how much of a roller coaster of, like, my professional co career win even while I was pursuing music, you know, and I, and, and, you know, I was blessed to be able to do, you know, music for years full time. 
but it didn't start that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like coming out of college, it's funny, man. That data entry alley, that's like a curse word. Like, <laughs> man, I and, and no, fact. man, look, and no, that's no shade, laughing, to, man. That's why I was no laughing. <laughs> no shade to anybody doing data entry. Like, if that's you, if that's what you're good at, if, if man, God bless you. But no, but man, see, Mo, I don't mean to, I don't mean to sidetrack you, and I want you to finish, but that's also a part of it because that's actually yeah. the level up. You gotta do that. Yeah. yeah, you have to. Like that's what that's that and and that's that's a good that's that's actually a very great great point, Chris. Like you got to start somewhere, right? You don't come out of college in the ideal 9 times out of 10 anyway. I mean, you don't come out of college in like the ideal place that you want to be um unless you just I mean, you know, stumbled upon something really great or something got handed to you. But, you know, at the end of the day you have to work and grind for it. But for me, it was like, all right, like I mean, it, it, it kind of started my last semester, honestly. Like, I would, I had moved out of being an RA because I had one extra semester after the fourth year was done. So I was living at home. I would wake up. I was living in Gornet, by the way, which is crazy traffic driving into the city. I worked in the city. I was selling tickets, like a, a secondary marketplace for like sport tickets or event tickets, which is so random. Oh, I'm in sales. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's so crazy. <laughs> and so I would wake up like crack of dawn, you know, drive through an hour and a half to two hours of traffic, go to work full time job. I would go to my last semester, you know, trying to close out some of these, you know, classes that really didn't matter for my degree. Um, I would, you know, stay in class for two and a half hours. I would go to the studio for four or five hours at night. I would sleep for two hours. I'd get up and do it all over again. That was my last semester of college, like the whole semester. I was so ready to be up out of Georgia State. But then after college, just like, man, forget this. Like, let's grind. So I, I left my job like, you know, three, four, a few, just a few months probably after, um, you know, I got my degree and started doing music full time. Well, you know, obviously at some point, you know, in the music industry, if you're not on a certain level, it's going to be ups and downs along the way. Like, it's it's really a starving, you know, artist slash starving musicians industry. You know, you, right. you, whatever's in front of you, you, you work it out and then you move on to the next opportunity. Um, and there are up and downs in, the, in that, in that route. And so, you know, I experienced that. And so, you know, here and there, there was grab this little part-time job and do what you got to do until those checks start flowing in again. And thankfully, you know, I got a chance to experience some of those moments where the checks were flowing pretty regularly but, you know, at the times where they weren't, it's all right, let me go get this little part time job. So I went and got a part time job. I've always been good with kids. I started working with kids. Um, I've always been in ministry. You know, I was working with churches and, you know, I was maybe traveling and speaking at, you know, different youth events and, you know, getting a little check here and there doing things like that. Um, and crazy enough, like I end up in this weird space in this lifetime right now where I'm doing very little music. I'm working with a lot of kids, but I'm in a leadership position to develop people and to really, you know, kind of help people pull out their talents as it, you know, comes into a passion of serving the community, which had nothing to do with my degree. (laughs) Yet I'm really, really good at it. And it's just, it's crazy to me. Like the cycles are, are, I don't know. They're just, it's just weird, man. I'm sure so many people have experienced this. Yeah, bro, man. (laughs) I'm just sitting here just thinking about this this conversation and it's amazing to your point where life takes you <clears throat> and yeah how there is so many moments where you're sitting here and you're like man this job is terrible and but it shapes what ultimately will be 
you know, what what's what's to come down the line. So right, I mean I think right. you said it earlier, right? Like that part of it is is a part of the game and a part of what you gotta go through. But I think it's actually fascinating because I'm sitting here thinking, like, JD, you still got me stumped when you asked that question. You know, like, are you using your degree? And I'm sitting here this whole time thinking, like, man, am I? I feel like I am. You know, <laughs> Wait, like am I've I? Done, I've done <laughs> things like, right? I'm doing. I'm, I've done things where I'm engaging with people, and I get to have some broad application along the lines of what I've learned from a societal level and interactions and how I'm situated. But then I'm just like, wow. Once again, when you're thinking about like, so Michael Eric Dyson, um, you know, the 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 man, like he's yeah, the man. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he, so what a lot of people perhaps don't know about him is he is a professor of sociology at Georgetown, um, mm. and but because he's comes from our community, he comes from the hip hop era, you know, like mm. on the older school, obviously, and like he, you know, has his brother was incarcerated at a point in time, and like this. He, he has real cultural competency, so he's he's figured out a way to, like, weave it in where it's, like, hip. But that's what he is. Like, he is a sociology professor that just mm. leveraged black culture and black wokeness and, uh, you know, like, this, this modern era. And so, like, that's what most of the time sociologists are. So, once again, Henry Louis Gates, right? Like, that's also a part of what he focuses on as well is, like, the sociology and the historical context of things. And so, I mean, I'm not those dudes, and I'm not in academia, and I haven't, you know, written papers and things of this nature. Not yet. Not yet, though. Yeah, right. Right, not yet. I mean, you know, look. But I I find that to be very, very fascinating, and I think that, I mean, Mo, I think you were talking about it before as we were, you know, like, kind of joking and talking about this, but it's pretty interesting because I think there's been some data that say, like, you know, like more than 40% of college gradu- graduates take positions out of school that don't require a degree. Hmm. So like what that suggests is, is that you are literally getting into a job that has nothing to do with what you just went to school for. Right. And so that already puts well, you on a trajectory. Even, I think even more so, it suggests that you don't even know what you're supposed to be doing yet. And I was just sitting here while you were talking, thinking like, did I even really like did I really know who I was and what I was supposed to or wanted to become entering college, let alone ending college? Like, did I really know or was I just kind of shooting in the dark of something that interests me? Because I think that's yeah. what a lot of people are. They're, they're, they're still in this place of discovery. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as maturity comes along and as life goes on, I think you kind of begin finding your sweet spot. And nine times out of ten, it probably didn't look anything like you thought it would because maybe you thought you were something different than you really are. Mm. I don't, I mm. mean, just, it's food mm. for thought. No, that's deep, bro. That's deep. Cause I, if, that, that was, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that that's a lot of all of us because just be thinking if high school me really went to college and did exactly what I would have did, wanted to do, I probably would have ended up in like getting a degree in music business. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being honest. Which is crazy, yeah. Because that's exactly yeah. what I that's wanted what to do. do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to do. But also, and I don't know what it was, bro. Maybe be, I, 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 I give it, um, I'll give, I was in a program in, in high school called um, PRISM, right? Pursuing Rewards in Science and Mathematics. And so... It's kind of like upward bound. So I, I, I went to uh, Claflin University for six weeks over the, my 
junior going into my senior year. So, you know, I'm in South Orangeburg, South Carolina for six, I think it was like six to eight weeks or something like that. And I'm going to college classes. Um, you know, I'm basically in classes with um, other students that are in the same program, but that program got me a, got got a chance got gave me a chance to like get a college experience before my senior year, and so I saw a lot of Greek life. I saw uh, people, you know, enjoying summer, enjoying college. I got a chance to live in dorms that you know, with with other college students was like further down the hall or whatever. But all of this experience kind of, you know, opened my eyes a little bit and it made me think about like, you know what, I do want to do music, but let me get something else just in case music don't work for me. And at least it was something that I actually liked to do. And so I had that. I'm thankful for that program because it, it opened my eyes on, on just what else I could do. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it just so happened to kind of work out for me. But truth be told, bro, you know, I still ended up with a marketing degree. Like everything that I've learned about marketing, bro, 80% of it I've learned from either on, you know, like on job experience on training job. or yep. real world yep. or internet. That other 20% I learned Yo, while I was at school. You know what I'm saying? So do you need but school? That, that's the thing. That, yo, that was the question, though, Mo. That was exactly where I was about to go. And, and you know, we've had this conversation before. JD, uh, all of us, but like JD, I know you feel uh, to a degree, like on on a level, right? I think what I've come to realize in my professional uh, life, career, whatever, is the rigor that you develop from your college experience mm -hmm. is actually what you're paying for. Yep. Times. So, like, let's all right. And, and exactly. We could actually take it a little. Yeah, we could actually probably take it a little deeper. So. So, partially for some schools, you are paying for literally who your cohort of college <laughs> attendees yeah. are, right? Like your relationships. All right, so like exactly. If if I'm in this school, this this woman, this man over here is highly likely to be a CEO of this company over here, and at a point, and we're gonna have deal flow, and we're gonna have business deals, and we're gonna be in the best places, all that, right? That, that, that comes with a lot of these elite schools, mm -hmm. that there's an assumption that you're in these schools basically for the network, and you're paying to get yourself placed into a network. So we just got to, we just know that, right? There ain't no way to, we don't got to right. argue that point, but that's just a fact. However, right. I would say overall, higher education starting at college is actually <clears throat> meant to develop a work ethic and a rigor in you, and that's actually, in my opinion, what you're paying for. So you mean so, I paid this much money just to go to college to learn how to work, <laughs> not to actually get the information? Yeah, that's crazy. I bro. mean, you know, it, it that's sounds a, silly. Wow. It sounds silly, Marlon. It sounds silly, but and I, and I know that on on some levels there is this like, all right, with age comes wisdom on a on a degree, like to a degree. I don't necessarily fully agree with that, but to a degree. But could you imagine you not going to college, getting straight into the, any of those jobs? And what that would have been like versus you going through college and then getting to that job. I, I like, put it like imagine, this. Try to imagine yourself being that. And I'm once again, I'm not, let's be clear, right? For our listeners, we're not 
doing the whole like elitist, so oh, this and the third, high school, college, or any of that stuff. I mean, personally, I'm big on education. I, I, I believe, particularly black men, the data is just uh, like unquestionable. We, we need go it. to college. Yes, we go need to college. Go. Yes. Like, go Absolutely. to college. Go. Period. However, there are some of us, you know, to JD's point, that there are just other circumstances, and, and but make the most of it if that's what you're going right. to do. But imagine yourself straight out of high school into something you were attempting to do that was professional. I just don't know. I don't know, no, no, man. Right. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. I hear that. I, I, I ponder it, you know, because it's, I mean, and I just go back to kind of what I was saying earlier about not really having truly discovered myself at that point where I naturally lean towards my talents, which were very high level musically you know i'm 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 an excellent songwriter i'm an excellent producer um you know i am a performer at the core like that's like i love nothing more than being on the stage and so i ran after that when in actuality i probably didn't pay enough attention to other natural talents which involved leadership which involved okay you know being a operations guy like you know, I'm yeah. I'm really not the um, the entrepreneur type of person, but I'm a person where if you show me the vision, I'm going to take everybody there. You know, mm. I didn't know that at the time. And yeah. had I known those things or had I had somebody to help reveal those things at an early space, I probably would have spent more time paying attention, paying just as much attention to that as I would my natural gifts, mm. you know, like or my natural musical gifts, I should say. And but I, I would have been talking about. Yeah, I, you know, I would have been. About, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I would, I would have loved to have officially developed those skills, and maybe it would have helped me see other options as well that I could have been doing. You know, and granted, I mean, everybody's path is different. Sometimes those experiences that don't work are required for us to see what will work. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, okay, okay, bars, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> that's just the reality. He you said he's a songwriter, bro. <laughs> right. I mean, he just he just casually True. dropped a Grammy bar on you all. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, man. I, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, it, yeah, it's just, yeah. You always have more chances to see. So, yeah. yeah, it is. Hindsight is is twenty twenty. Right, so, right, but but, but JD, is. I'm gonna take it to a different. I'm gonna take it to a different direction though, right? Because you got your sister. You just talked about it on another one of our episodes recently, like your sister, right. Cause of COVID is like not necessarily getting experienced. Some of the joys of college right, right now. Right. I mean, what do you tell her though? What do you tell her in this moment? Obviously, what do you tell little Rick? I mean, yeah. you know, little Rick grown now. He ain't even, he, he grown Rick now. What do you say? You know what I mean? I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's a real good question, bro. It's, it's one of those things where, I think it's 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 one of the hardest conversations to have, man, because you're dealing with two different things. You're dealing with your experiences and you're dealing with the reality of someone else's life, right? And so I can tell you about my experience all day long, but the truth is I got those experiences by going through life. And, you know, for me to tell to tell my brother or my sister, like, you know, when my brother said that he didn't want to go to college, I wasn't mad at him, but I also knew that he's going to be faced with some different challenges that he don't know yet 
because he's decided not to go to college. And as soon as he made that decision, the initial thing that happened was that I remember he used to tell me, he was like, man, mom, always on my back, like calling me all the time when I go out. And I was like, look, bro, I feel you. I understand exactly where you come from. But you got to understand, you not going to school, nothing changed in her eyes. So to her, you're just her son that going to school and coming back home, going to high school, coming back home, going to work. It, it didn't change. Like when I went to school for her, she just see that I'm in another place and he there. Yeah, that's almost and, like manhood. Almost in some ways, like manhood. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't manhood. Say manhood in that way, but it's it just is like though. You, it's like you going up a ladder, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like a yeah. different. It's kind of the same way that when you became married, like your parents are like, "Oh my god, my child is like right. My child is me now, right? <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a married. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, it, it, it's a different thing, man. And, and you know, I know that my brother had a challenge with that because you know, my mom just being a mom, she just asking questions. But, like, also on the flip side of that is, like, you're asking questions, but you forget it. This is a grown man at this point. He ain't he ain't a little kid anymore. Like, he's a grown man, but for her, nothing changed, right? Like, you going, you might now, instead of going to school, you're just going to work and you coming home. So, in her viewpoint, yeah. nothing has really changed. As far as my sister, you know, she went off and went to college, right? So, she's kind of getting that experience of how how... I got that experience, but she's also the youngest and she's the daughter, right? So now she's getting yeah, checked on yeah. like, so I found my, my parents, like they, they used to go down to visit her, felt like way more than they used to come and visit me. But you got to understand that that's, you know, <laughs> that that's their daughter and, and, and that's also like the last child. So it's kind of like, you know, they want to check in on her and see, see all of those things. And she would get frustrated at that because just like, man, like, I'm trying to, you know, enjoy college and here go bum and here like yeah, y'all were just here like three weeks ago or something like that. And so Man, that's crazy. You bro. know, I'm it's just reminiscent. Yeah. Was, like your sister was a baby when we met. No, she was a, <laughs> like like legit two two she, like, years adult, old. Like a legitimate baby. She was yeah. like, okay, yeah. let let's put it in perspective, bro. When we met, my sister was the the same age as my daughter. When we wow. met. Oh my wow. gosh! Oh my gosh! Hey, but that's that's a picture so though. Old. That's that's that's, 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 though. that's a picture. Yes, that's both. a picture that's of both. of the that's valuable yes. thing that you that like the relationships mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. coming from college and the things that have kind of birthed from those things. I mean, that alone was valuable enough to pay that money or them loans and college loans. Right. Shout out to Hope Scholarship because Amen. But. <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, like it just speaks to probably one of the more valuable or most valuable things even that you will gain from your college experience, which is lifelong colleagues. Yeah. You know? Boom. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. No, that, that, that's real because, I, you know, I was, I was definitely going to ask that question too, just like, you know, <laughs> what did you get from college? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you, you answered it, bro. <laughs> Yo, right. What did what it you asked it. I mean, Ooh, that's, that's there's that's a lot of ways to answer episode. that question. Right. That, exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay. Oh man, I was gonna say something. Some of, some of my most fun experiences in my life. Let, let's be fair. We got a, leave it at that. We got a lot of things from college, right? We got a lot of things from college, and you can right. use your imagination on what what we mean by when we say a lot of things. But ultimately, if somebody was to ask me, what did you? What was your main takeaway from college? I would say y'all. Like I got. 
I got friends for life. I got friends who, no matter what I'm dealing with, is going to tell me the truth. Like, no matter what, whether we agree or disagree, they go give it to me raw. Like, I have that. I have business partners. I have, like, godfathers. Because I told y'all, I didn't, like, this is just a side note. I never picked godfathers for any of my kids. Because I was like, if something happened to me, y'all responsibility is six of y'all. Y'all better figure it out. Take care of my kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like look. Right, right. My kid. Yo, that's a. Hey, I respect that. I no, really, real talk. I really do. We got you for that, cause for real. Yeah, bro. I like mean, six of us, man. That's 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 a poor that's a poor village, man. If we can't do six. Yeah, <laughs> it's six of y'all. Like y'all. Drop the ball. All like six. look, look, y'all figure it out, bro. Like hey, that rotate every two months, bro. Like y'all figure it out. Like real talk. But it's like that's that's what I got from college. Like that's that's what I got. I have a brotherhood for life. You know what I'm saying? So that. To me, that's more valuable than that degree that's hanging on my mom's wall. Like that degree, like and th- th- think about that. Like my degree is hanging on my mother's and father's wall in the den of our home that I grew up in. That's where my degree is. I don't even see it, right? So that I almost felt like that was for them. Like my mother has my high school diploma and she has my college degree. Stan- you know, she has that. I don't even have to look at it. That was for her. And but what I really yeah, got man. was y'all. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that that's that's more that was worth me paying off seventeen thousand dollars for damn near what fifteen years or whatever, however long it took me to pay off my student loan. Like that's that was worth that. You feel me? Like that was worth it. Yeah. What would you say, uh, Chris? What would be the most valuable thing? No, I mean I think JD sums it up well. I mean, I will say, as I already said earlier, the 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 true development that you get from college is bar none. I mean, we don't I don't know that we ever really reflect on how much change goes from like, you know, in our formative years from kindergarten all the way up to, you know, twelfth grade for most of us, obviously. You go from like a literal like child to a like a young adolescent adult whatever type of thing but in college it's so rapid because you're now living on your own Mm -hmm. you're experiencing various cultures you're experiencing people who are different from you you are living with roommates you're learning how to like provide for yourself you're keeping yourself on your own schedule your own time frame you having to like wake yourself up and then be on top of what you like. You just learn how to be an adult. It, yeah. it forces you. It's actually a, a incubation hmm. of being an adult. And I feel like for me, that's what I got out of it was you know literally like obviously the friendships. Period. Right. So I don't want to make it uh, either or and, but it's a. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, either or, but an and. And yeah. what I got out of it was also the idea of the development of rigor. And like y'all know, right, I had I had some challenges at first in college where, I mean, once again, I went to, you know, in high school, I was an honor roll AP student, came out, like, I mean, I got into other colleges, and we don't got to go there right now, like, good yeah. colleges. And for a lot of reasons, I just wasn't focused go, coming out because I was kind of mentally fatigued and all that and uh, rebellious to a degree. And then I went through like a, a phase, as y'all know, in college. But, you know, 
I just look back on it and I'm like, man, college is that just part of the process. Honestly, it just is a part of the process, bro. Yep. Yes, Mo. Yep. It was just a part of the process. Yeah, and it and, and 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 this is what I like. The last point that I'll make is like I try to I try to tell others that you can't replicate what you get there because it develops in you something that is so unique that there isn't any other experience out here like it. Quite honestly, no, that's real, bro. Wow, that's real. Yeah, I I, I agree with y'all um, wholeheartedly. I mean, everything y'all said definitely is something that I could take away. But I'm gonna go ahead and take this W since y'all missed it. Um, out of college, the most valuable thing for me, I got my wife. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <it> was, <laughs> I, knew <it> was, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take that W. You know what I'm saying? What's up, boo? You know, my wife. Oh Nitty, man, come on, man, come know. on, man. Hey, hey, you, hey, ain't, hey, hey. you ain't fighting Listen. fair, man. You right, you right, you right. I ain't gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. Bro, she gonna she gonna hear this and just smile, bro. She gonna hear this episode and just smile. Hey, man, I, I respect that a lot, though. <laughs> I, I, but hey, hey, my you know my wife knows, man. She knows, man. She knows. She's like that's a whole other episode, man. My wife, for all y'all out there listening, my wife was 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 you know not my Lord and Savior. Uh, that's Jesus Christ, but uh, my oh. wife was definitely <laughs> my wife was a was a savior on many levels. Yeah, boy. Uh, like y'all know, like <laughs> God is real good. Yeah, so, amen. I, I hear you, Mo. I hear you, Mo. Like that's yes, that's is. actually v- very real. That uh, shout out, shout out, shout out to our wives, hey, man. Hey, s- yeah, shout man. out to our wives. Just period. Know, like, shout, shout out, shout out to, our out wives, to Miss, man. Mr. and Mrs. Freshman at G- at GSU. You know what I'm saying? Man. Oh, subtle that's flex. Crazy. Okay. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. flex. All right. That's All crazy. Right. I mean, but now we got four of them. Hey, Shout but, out. hey, we just we just gave ourselves so many different angles for some of our next episodes. Honestly, but I think that's a that's a really great point for us to like put a pin in it because look, man, like this is a brotherhood, this is a friendship and we're reflecting on this. Education is important. We many of us ain't really doing, you know, we're not really doing what we got our degrees for, but the bond is stronger than ever. We found our wives while we were in college. So what we would say to our listeners out there, man, look, give it a try. If you're thinking or contemplating about college or whatever, going back or any of that. Um, but check us out, Black Man Think Podcast. We across social media platforms. We're gonna hear from you. Yep. The Black Black Men Men Think Think Podcast. Podcast.